From a totally different perspective? Ready for provocative conversation? Intriguing stories and inspiration? Then don't touch that dial. Welcome to Talk with Francesca. She'll give you something to talk about all week long. Now, here's Francesca. Welcome, welcome to Talk with Francesca. I'm Francesca and you are listening to AM 1510 Yahoo Sports Radio Boston. All right, for more information, check out talkwithfrancesca.com. And if you want my weekly truth serum, simply sign up on my website. Every week on Facebook, I post the upcoming topic for the following week. So feel free to send me an email at info at talkwithfrancesca.com. That email address, again, is info at talkwithfrancesca.com. I love, love, love to hear from you, as always, with your questions and comments. All right, I have an announcement. The fifth person to send me a question or comment at info at talkwithfrancesca.com during this week will win two tickets on Highline Cruises between Hyannis and Oak Bluffs, good through the 2014 season. A lucky winner will be cruising to Martha's Vineyard from Hyannis. That's right, two tickets, and they are being given away. I'll announce next week who the winner is. All right, enough housekeeping. Put down your smartphone and listen up. The Mama's Boy Police are here. Ladies, if many of your conversations with your partner start with, let me ask my mother, fear not. Who hasn't heard, look for a man who loves his mother. But if the man you are involved with has not yet separated emotionally from his mother, you might be looking for love in all the wrong places as the song goes. So how can you tell if you have a mama's boy on your hands? The message to you is, you can have my son, but I stay number one in his emotional life. What does that really mean? Author of Raising Boys Without Men, Dr. Peggy Drexler, will weigh in on this topic. Welcome, Dr. Peggy Drexler. Thank you for coming back on Talk with Francesca today. Hi, Francesca. Thank you for having me back. Dr. Drexler, how do you actually define a mama's boy, other than the obvious sign that the man can't say no to his mother? Can you tell our listening audience who the typical suspects would be? Well, let me start with a funny post on a a site called Scary Mommy, Mm -hmm. who is Jill Smokler. Okay. So with intentionally humorous self-delusion, she explains why she isn't raising mama's boys. And she says, and I quote, what? Just because I told my sons nobody will ever love them like I do. Is that wrong? <laughs> they are the most perfect boys in the world, and I dare another woman to try to and replace me. <laughs> that kind of sums up what a, what a mama's boy is, huh? Yeah, I think so. So, but tell us, tell our listening audience, who would really be the typical suspects? Who, you know, give us a sort of a comprehensive picture of what a mama's boy might look like. Well, I, you know, I had written a book, Raising Boys Without Men, Mm -hmm. and uh, mama's boy has always been a pejorative term, and I have tried to change that Mm -hmm. um, because there is a feeling in our culture that boys who are too close to their mothers are effeminized in some way Mm -hmm. or are, you know, uh, demasculated or are not quite up to other boys in terms of who they are going to be as men. And and I don't agree with that. You don't. Um, I had a funny feeling you didn't, but I, <laughs> but I decided I was calling you to be on the show anyway. So. Okay. Okay, Thank so you. give me your argument. <laughs> okay. So it's really about the masculine and feminine qualities are, in fact, human qualities. Mm-hmm. And so that it's really about the quality of the parenting not necessarily the number of parents or the fact of a man in the mother's bedroom. I think 
fathers or men who are role models are important for both boys and girls. But again, and, and, and as an active, involved, engaged part of their life. But again, they don't have to be in the mother's bedroom. So single mothers or two mothers' families mm-hmm. are not necessarily going to raise a boy who uh, is, you know, what they call mama's boy. Well, I mean, a, a couple. It could be a man and a woman that could be married and still ha- raise a mama's boy. I know plenty of plenty of uh, men, and I'll use the term lightly, that... Um, you know, have a mother and a father, but the mother just really has a hold on them. So, you know, it doesn't necessarily just, it just doesn't come from um, single mothers or, you know, two women married, right? Well, you know, it depends on our terms. And in terms of pure psychology, a mama's boy is an identifiable archetype Mm -hmm. and not just a schoolyard taunt. And in that sense... We're talking about a boy who's simply too attached to his mother. And it can, in fact, happen when there's a a missing or weak father figure at home, which is not to say it will happen. But he simply lives to please mom, even put her needs and desires before his, uh, and some never escape the shadow of their mother's influence, which can make things a little testy in a marriage. Uh, and it may be linked to a, to strings of failed relationships or one-night stands. Um, but we're talking about a boy who may not be independent from his mother in order to make his own decisions. And what would create that kind of a... What would make a, a man develop that way? Well, you know, I think most of us have or, or have known someone... Um, who has dated an adult man who is over, overly close to his mother. And we think of these men as uh, coddled and indulged, and most of all never responsible for their actions. Um, and that this kind of man needs to be protected and shielded from a world that is a schoolyard full of mean kids, metaphorically. So it's hard for them to make, to, to ever make uh, another woman number one. Mm-hmm. What kind of a woman would be attracted to that type of a man? You know, I, I think that there are women who want to change men, who feel that, in fact, they are going to be the one to uh, bring up bring up this mama's boy. Um, and I think that... Oh, so she becomes his mummy, is that what you're saying? Well, mummy or the one that is in control of his every action or wants to be in control of his every action. So we're talking about sort of a, we're sort of talking about a narcissistic woman, no? Well, we could be talking about a narcissistic woman. I hate to to put out labels like this, but we also could be talking about someone who is desperate for a certain kind of attachment. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be narcissism. It could be, um, you know, a, an attachment where she needs to be number one because she's never had that kind of attachment, either with her mother or father. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and that's not, you know, we, we talk about these things on a continuum also. So we all have certain qualities of wanting to be number one with mm-hmm. our, uh, our number one. But it's, it's the degree uh, and, and the mm-hmm. amount of 
pathology or amount or the amount that it inhibits both partners. Mm-hmm. But Dr. Drexler, he's obviously not an available man, right? I mean, if, if a man is is overly attached to his mother, then he's going to his priorities are going to be a bit confused, right? So could it be that the the woman has unfinished business in her own childhood that uh, maybe daddy didn't pay enough attention to her and the mother was too demanding? Could that be one of the reasons that a woman might might go after that type of man? I mean, because no, there's always red, you know, there, there are always red flags. I mean, years ago I owned a dating service, and I was always surprised at how um, so often – uh, we all miss these red flags, but, I mean, they're really there. I mean, they really are. And, you know, just paying a little bit of attention, you can you can gather an awful lot of information about someone. So I think it's, it's, it's not particularly – I think it's very obvious when um, a man isn't available. What do you think of that? Well, I think that it doesn't have to be – uh, a father that's la- or or a mother that's lacking in a man's life. It could be a father too, mm-hmm. um, and yes. that's what I mean about gender. That we mm-hmm. are all on a continuum, but we all have similar needs for affiliation and attachment. And if that, those aren't met, we will play out those kinds of needs with a partner, most likely, if we haven't had help of some sort or another along the way, well, or course. if there haven't been. If there hasn't been someone other than who's living in the home who was able to to serve in a in a in a healthier function, mm-hmm. that is to say, if the relationship is not healthy between the parent and child. Well, it's obviously too though that that which we resist persists, you know. So, um, but what is the difference between a man having a healthy attachment? attachment to his mother and an unhealthy one. Can you give us a, a sort of a specific example so that, you know, because I, I, I'm not convinced it's the frequency of the connection, but rather what goes on with the connection. Like, say, a mother ironing her son's shirts or, or the son needing validation from his mother to make a decision. Um, well, well in, a, in a healthy way, mothers have considerable control whom they see when they see a son becoming too attached. They they really are the gatekeepers. So creating that separation is very important. Otherwise, a vicious cycle can, can be created easily. Um, where, you know, in growing up, if he fails or the bully single him out, he'll come flying back to his mother's orbit where presumably there may be safety and comfort. So part of being a good mother or father is to teach your child, your son, how to operate in the outside world. Mm-hmm. When, uh, when evaluating uh, the health of, of a man's relationship with his mom, what would you recommend that a woman look for? In finding a good partner? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're... Is that well, your when you're well, well, when... When you're, yeah, in a sense, when you're evaluating though the health of, of a man's relationship with his mother, when you're kind of looking at the how the mother and the the man are interacting, what do you recommend that a woman look for? I certainly think it has to do with how he treats her. If he's available, if he's nurturing, if he's able to listen, if he's flexible, if he's resilient in terms of uh, of arguments. If he doesn't run back to his mother or father 
for advice over everything, if he's able to tolerate friction and tension um, and, and, and talk it out and st- stay in there uh, without feeling that he has to run. Because there are a lot of mother substitutes in the world, too. Mm-hmm. It's Absolutely. not just mom. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah no, I, I would agree with that. Can, do you think um, a mama's boy can ever be rehabilitated? Or is it? Or is it Absolutely. Time? I mean, I, if, if we're talking again, I'm I'm always, I, I'm always defining terms. Here. I know you are. Um, but I think that it's entirely possible for um, a, a a boy or man who's overly attached to his mother, in that he can't make relationships with other people, he can't connect. You know, some of these some of these mamas boys are really Don Juans, and you know have a have a series of different women, so they don't have to connect with one. But that comes from being so tied to mama in the first place, although it doesn't appear in that way. So you know, I as a psychologist, as a clinical psychologist, I am a big believer in therapy. I am a big believer in couples therapy. I do feel that people can change, and I do feel that people change throughout development. Not, you know, Freud used to say zero to five, and that was it. But there are things that can happen that change people, and that one is success in in school. You know, some kind of recognition of of being able to make it in the outside world, and as you go get older, a good job that you're able to sustain, mm-hmm. and then friendships that you're able to keep, and then finding someone, not just the man, but the man finding a woman who is somehow uh, able to meet his needs, not only his meeting hers, but hers meeting his. And and, and in, in response to your point, able to, to, to set a, a, and I wouldn't say a barrier, because there, you know, things are, are, are flexible, but able to, to be clear that his relationship with his significant other is different from that of with his mother and believe me that's true with with gay men too right. and mm-hmm. and and uh, gay women if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Talk with Francesca, and I'm speaking with Dr. Peggy Drexler. Dr. Drexler, I don't know, it might just be my active imagination, but it seems when there's a, a, a domineering mother, there's a domineering wife, and, and uh, it's a recipe for disaster. I mean, the road to romance becomes a real traffic jam. What What are your thoughts on that? So what you're saying is we we sort of re- keep redoing what issues we had with our primary parent in relationships throughout our life? Is that what you're saying? Well, um, I'm saying that I've seen my share of, you know, a very strong mother, and then there is the very strong wife, and so they both have almost a domineering nature. And I don't know, as I said, it could be my active imagination. It could also be coincidental, but I've seen a decent amount of that. And, um, you know, and also isn't it true that men oftentimes look for women who are like their mothers? Well, and men, their fathers, uh, and and there is some truth to that, and that's more the way we used to think. But there is also truth to the fact, and we can look at. I I've known several people who have been married more than once, even mm-hmm. two times, and the third time get it right, and 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 find a relationship that has nothing to 
do with replicating their relationship with one parent or another. Because we not only, a boy not only marries his mother, but he marries his father as well. And that's true with, with, with women as well. So it's not, nece- we're not necessarily molds and we go through life, you know, stuck in one position. We're all capable of change mm-hmm. and we're all capable of developing at, at, at any age. Look at, look at women who have gone back to school in their 60s and 70s or changed careers. People are flexible. And, of course, you have to have motivation and good luck and circumstances have to be right and you have to be, you know, thoughtful about yourself and, and mm-hmm. with a certain amount of insight. But we're all capable of change. Dr. Drexler, just yesterday I, I happened to, um, I was looking online, study, looking up a little about this, and um, there is some good news. Harvard University had done a wide-ranging study of what makes men happy, and their researchers conducting the analysis known as the Grant Study have concluded um, that mommy's boys do better work and earn more. Let me just see if I got it right here right. Than, is um, this the old Grant Study from that, that was from years ago? Way, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Long long ago. Ago. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that, that men you know, have a close relationship, um, a less close relationship with their mothers um, aren't as successful, and that there was actually a salary difference between mommy's boys and their counterparts and was averaged at an astonishing $87,000. So that was, that was kind of interesting. I was, I was surprised to hear that. So not having a strong bo- bond with one's mother was an was a even strong predictor of dementia in old age, and I was, mm. I was surprised when I picked that up. But anyway, I've got some questions here um, sure. from email, and so I'd just like to... We, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but I want to be able to address some of them. Daniel from Amherst says, I think a good mother leaves her sons alone. What do you think a healthy mother-son relationship looks like? Well, you know, leaves alone is a very broad category. Right. I do think a, a, a good mother gives their child space to grow. And it's a dance. You move in and out as the child needs it. And it's not easy from the mother's perspective. You know, it's not easy to, to and, and we see this with a lot of kids, to stand by and watch your kids make mistakes or take a path that's not right, you know, that you know is going to be wrong. Look, look at all these parents who go to school and, and fight about the kids' exams with the teachers. I've known people, parents, who have gone with their kids on job interviews. Kids nowadays, and this is a this is a different subject, but in a way the same, are manufactured mm-hmm. according to who their parents want them to be. Yeah. And this is mother and father. Yeah. So you know they they figure out where they want them to go to college, what kind of jobs they're going to have, what kind of internships, and so a, a true sense of self, which can develop only through. A, a, a child and then a, an adolescent figuring things out themselves in a supportive context is really what all kids need. Right. Here I have another one. Becky from Kingston wants to know, I'm getting married in June and my soon-to-be mother-in-law seems to constantly undermine me in the most subtle of ways. When I say something to my fiancé, he tells me I'm being overly sensitive. Hmm. Well, what should she do? I guess that was just period. Nothing else, yeah. Well, first of all, she shouldn't. She should realize that she's not uh, being gaslighted, and that you know she knows what she knows. 
the first step is to talk about it with the fiancé and see what his reaction is. And if he can identify with her, if he understands what position she's coming from, if she can give him examples, if she can allow him to, to talk to his mother about this would be the next step, or for her to say something when the mother says something and not let it continue in the way that it does. But really the important thing is not the mother in this situation, but her fiancé and and what kind of support he's going to give her. Well, good luck, Becky. Uh, Christina from Beverly, because I tend to like men who come from very loving families, it's hard to separate between men loving their mothers and mama's boys. What do you suggest I look for? Well, this this gets back to... um, you know, I did a study, as you know, with boys from two mom uh, lesbian families comparing them with mom and dad straight families. And and, and so the idea is in our culture, if, if one mom is trouble, two moms are going to be double trouble. But there was a study in uh, from Williams Institute at the UCLA School of Law that found that adolescents in, in the uh, Netherlands raised by lesbian parents had higher self-esteem and fewer conduct problems than those with families with heterosexual uh, parents. But my point here is loving is different than, mothering is different than smothering. And I I think that's really, that's really the key here. All right. Um, Dr. Drexler, we just have time for one more question. This one actually seems like a a pretty quick one that you can answer. Megan from Salem would like to know, do boys raised solely by their mothers question their sexuality more than those raised with a male influence? Absolutely not. Okay, fantastic. But let me just say quickly that if there's one mother in the family or two mothers in the family, it is, or a grandmother and a, and a mother, it is very, very important for those parents to bring in male people who are consistent, who are loving, who are engaged um, physically, you know, doing things together and emotionally, that men are very important to boys as they are to girls, too. But I'm talking about consistent, loving men who are in their lives for the long run and not in and out. All right, Dr. Peggy Drexler, thank you for being with us here today on Talk with Francesca and sharing all your wisdom. I, I very much appreciate it. And thank you, Francesca. Okay. All right. When we come back, we're going to switch gears. We have dumped the chomp now from doormat to diva. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, the fashion police. Don't go away. Thinking, 